Hello everybody, welcome to Knock It Off. This is Kara Wood and I am one of two sisters behind the blog that's named after our dad's go-to phrase when we were pushing the bounds of his patience. The other sister behind this endeavor is Bethany Bell and together we are two unqualified mothers sharing our personal stories with you in the hopes that you don't feel so alone in your plights. If it happens to sound like I'm in an airplane hangar, well, that's because there are approximately 12 high-powered industrial fans going throughout my home. We've had a little situation with a pipe and uh, some preventative measures were necessary. So forgive the background noise and just know that I am in it at the moment. But with that, I will go right into this week's piece, which was written by myself. Well, aren't we dramatic? Tis the season for sensitivity judgment. I've always been highly sensitive, both physically and emotionally. I remember as a kid, all the things would bother me. Even situations as little as an itchy fabric or a small cut felt extremely uncomfortable to me, and still do. I also had a tendency to be very emotional. I'd have high highs and low lows. I'd feel emotions so deeply. Movies, in particular, could stay with me for months. I'd think about the characters. I'd worry about them and wonder what eventually happened to them, even if I knew they were fictional. Real life was no different. One story in particular drives home the point. When I was about seven years old, a friend of my parents decided to participate in a demolition derby. For those unfamiliar, this event usually takes place at a county fair. There are a number of participants, maybe five to ten, and each brings his or her own old beater car, sometimes decorated in a particular theme. The object of the derby is to deliberately run into each other as much as possible the last car still running wins. We all showed up to the fair ready for the show. I remember beforehand wondering why anyone would deliberately want to run their car into someone else's. It went against everything I understood to be right about how you drive a vehicle. My mom prepared me that it was an event in which this sort of thing was acceptable and also assured me that the participants had safety devices including airbags and harnesses and even firefighters standing nearby in case of emergency. But none of this made me feel any better. I again questioned why someone would want to put themselves in a situation where all these things were required. The event started. I remember that my parents' friend was the only woman participant. So better or worse, she had a lot of fanfare but also seemed to have a target on her back, or car. I didn't know this friend particularly well, but I worried deeply about her. I think I lasted five minutes before getting so upset at all the deliberate crashing that I couldn't be calmed down. We were forced to leave the derby without seeing the last car standing. I was also the kid who couldn't deal with loud noises. Fireworks were out of the question. Crashing noises were certainly out of the question. Air shows were tolerable only from the appropriate distance. Because of these deeply felt emotions and sensitivities and the way I responded to them, I was labeled dramatic at an early age. To be fair, some of my reactions were over-dramatized, but some were not. 
I often felt like no one quite understood the way I felt. Unfortunately, all of my physical sensitivities have not only followed me into adulthood, but they've gotten worse with time. I can't handle smells. I can't handle detergent changes. My face and head ache in environments with dust or pollen or pretty much anything outside my norm. And when this happens, I get very irritable. It's one of my worst traits. And I passed it all on to my daughter. I see so much of me in her when it comes to sensitivities. She feels so deeply, which often manifests in overreactions and results in the dramatic label. On the physical side, her sensitivities were apparent from about six weeks into her life. It was then that I finally realized she had a bad dairy sensitivity, and thankfully not colic. Once I cut it out of my diet while nursing, she was a new baby. Then came time to feed her the first real food. The moment we gave her the very first mashed sweet potato to try, she had a physical reaction that sent us straight to the allergy doctor. Thankfully, she doesn't have known allergies. Lord, I feel for those parents and kiddos. She just has bad sensitivities. On the daily, we have to cut out all clothing tags and only use fuzzy socks and, just like me, avoid too much dairy and sugar. Each day brings new challenges and sensitivities. We take them all in stride. When my daughter appears to be overreacting to something, I try to put myself in her shoes. I have an awareness about how she feels. I felt the same way as a kid. But it's still difficult at times. It's hard to tell her I relate to her struggles, but also teach her what is an acceptable level of crying for a paper cut. And it's all further complicated by how incredibly tough she can be when she wants to be. It really hit home that we are the same on the sensitivity front when she turned seven. Shortly afterwards, her dad, who happens to be her school principal, had an event in which all kiddos who had met a certain goal got to throw a pie in his face. For weeks beforehand, she worried about it. Would it get in his eyes? Would he get hurt? Would kids be too harsh in throwing their pies? As much as we both tried to assure her that he would be fine, she wasn't so convinced. When the day finally came, she chose not to participate in throwing a pie. And when she saw it happening, she got so upset she had to be distracted and consoled. When I heard about this, I immediately thought of the demolition derby I attended at her age. I was uniquely positioned to understand her worries. Why would her dad want pies in his face? Why would kids want to do that to him? What if he got hurt? I got it all. So, for better or worse, we share these deeply sensitive traits. In some ways, it makes life a little bit easier. She understands that smelly lotions or markers are just not able to happen in mom's car. I understand that the tags need to be removed. We help each other navigate it all. Today, we were having a lovely mother-daughter time and were riding the high of her playing an awesome last regular season soccer game. We stopped to get some press-on nails and then to get some ornaments to paint. But before we hit up the craft store, we saw a Christmas store calling our names. So we detoured momentarily to enjoy a little spirit. Once inside, we looked at each other and immediately knew we'd both have a problem. 
It's hard to describe exactly how strong the smell of Christmas spirit was in there. It was like they had taken every candle in the joint, lit it, and then sprayed every cinnamon spray they had on top of that just for kicks. We instantly started feeling aching in our eyes. We should have just left right away, but we both wanted to see all the pretty decorations. So I placed my shirt over my nose, she plugged hers, and we took a quick lap around. We truly could only stand five minutes in there before having to get out. As we were rounding the corner to leave, a saleswoman looked at us with a certain smirk and said, Well, aren't we dramatic? I was so taken aback I didn't even know what to say. I looked at my daughter, who seemed confused why the woman would say something like that to us as we were simply covering our noses and trying to leave. I managed to retort, We aren't dramatic. We are both highly sensitive. With that, we left before she had a chance to respond. Believe me, she was the type to take it further. Afterwards, my daughter and I discussed the whole scene, and I was proud that she knew I didn't think she was dramatic in that store. I knew she was hurting just as bad as I was. We were both being rather discreet about it, not theatrical or attention-seeking, and I wasn't going to stand for some stranger labeling us dramatic in that instance. We talked about how the woman didn't understand us and how she shouldn't have rushed to judgment without knowing why we did what we did. In the end, my daughter thought maybe I shouldn't have given the woman the satisfaction of a response. Maybe she's right. Maybe my seven-year-old is wiser than me. So we didn't get the Christmas spirit we were looking for today, but we got something just as good. A life lesson. All right, that does it for this week's piece. Thank you so much for listening, and we really appreciate all your comments and all your support. Please make sure you subscribe at knockitoff.substack.com and we will see you next week with a fresh new piece.